And when the explosion happened, there was two explosions. One was the small ship that blew up. Boom. My back was showered with glass from the windows. And I didn't know I was bleeding. Because I was in a state of shock. When the other explosion happened, which was the big one. The only thing when I joined the band, the only thing that we could see of that boat was the bow. The front part of the ship was sticking out of the base. So, so much. That's the only thing that was left. Eugene Sales survived the terrible explosion at Port Chicago on the night of July 17, 1944. But many of his colleagues did not. Located near San Francisco, California, the Port Chicago Naval Magazine was a place where ordnance was transferred from rail cars to ships during World War II for operations in the Pacific. A small fire led first to a small explosion, then six seconds later a massive explosion that was felt up to 500 miles away. The explosion was the largest U.S. home front disaster during World War II, killing 320 men, 202 of whom were African Americans. The explosion, work stoppage, and subsequent mutiny trial provided insights into the injustice of racial discrimination, the African-American experience in the U.S. military, and home front life during the Second World War. These events ultimately led to the desegregation of the armed services in the United States. It is for these reasons that the site is now being considered before Congress as a site to be preserved unimpaired, managed by the National Park Service. Congressman Grijalva and Miller. H.R. 3111, introduced by our colleague, Representative George Miller, provides that the Port Chicago Naval Magazine National Memorial be managed as a unit of the National Park System. Currently, the area is managed as an affiliated site by the National Park Service. This legislation before us today, the Port Chicago Naval Magazine National Memorial Enhancement Act, will help preserve the significant site of civil rights and military history for future generations. The bill would make the Port Chicago Memorial a unit of the National Park Service and provide for greater access to that memorial to authorize the development of a visitor center. The memorial today is contained inside of what was the Port Chicago Munitions Facility, which has now been mothballed, and the memorial is down on the waterfront where the explosion took place and the remnants of the ships and the docks are still there, but you can't get access uh, because it's under the control of the Army in a mothballed uh, uh, status, and so this will, this will allow the, the National Park Service to engage in greater access. Dr. Robert Allen, an African-American historian who wrote The Port Chicago Mutiny, the story of the largest mass mutiny trial in U.S. naval history. We must remember Port Chicago because it reminds us of the historical roots of the struggle for racial justice, a struggle that is a continuing theme in our nation's history. In 1942, the African-American press declared that for African-Americans, World War II was a fight on two fronts, a fight for victory over fascism abroad and a fight against racial discrimination at home. We in the Friends of Port Chicago National Memorial believe that for our nation as a whole, World War II was indeed a fight on these two fronts. As Americans, we would do well to remember Port Chicago. The National Parks Conservation Association while working to get this legislation passed in Congress, also recognizes the larger context of this story 
as it relates to the current national discussions on race. Neil Desai of the MPCA. The, the various issues of social injustice still exist today. Um, they exist in the fight for um, you know, affordable housing, clean water, clean air, etc. Those, those issues are still going on right now. Uh, the story of Port Chicago is extremely important um, in, in the civil rights movement. Um, it, it, was, it led to the desegregation of the armed services. So stories like this, they should be they should be brought into the classroom. They should be told to the youth as they're growing up, especially in their backyard here in the East Bay of, of California. Uh, so folks have an understanding of what occurred and how things led to change. I think it's very relevant to what's going on today in society, and it will be relevant 10, 20, 30 years down the line. The explosion at Port Chicago happened more than 60 years ago, and while the accident is worth remembering, it is the significance of the events which occurred after the explosion regarding civil rights that makes the story relevant today and worth preserving unimpaired for our future generations. If you would like to support this park effort, contact your congressional representative and ask them to support House Resolution 3111. I'm Jeremy Sullivan. Thanks for listening today.